In this episode of the RV Small Talk podcast, we are going to talk about the many changes that we're facing right now, certainly here at Princess Craft as a dealership, but RV buyers, customers, manufacturers, everybody is in a season of flux, of change. So we're going to say just a few things about what we're seeing and what we think about them. What do you think? Ch-ch-ch-changes. happening? Love it. Turning faces strange. Sorry. You're pretty strange. Welcome to the RV Small Talk Podcast, where we talk about lightweight trailers, truck campers, and people, places, and adventures that go right along with them. We are your hosts from Princess Craft RV. I'm Clint. I'm PJ. And I'm Lindsay. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget that you can check out the show notes for this episode and every other episode that we've ever put out there at RVSmallTalk.com. Join the conversation on Facebook in our community group. That is RV Small Talk Community Group on Facebook. So let's have a good time with this one. Let's dive right on in. Okay, right now, I filled out my truck this morning. Right now? I did, this morning. So not right now, like a while ago, but the... Like a few hours ago. Yes, You filled up your truck. Okay, my truck is a 2020 F-150 with towing package and a 36-gallon tank. And how much did it cost you? I didn't fill up the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) My money ran out. I put about $80 in. It takes me $80 to fill up my car, but that was two days ago, so I bet Mm. it's more now. Well, (laughs) my car holds nine gallons. (laughs) So when it cost me over $50, I was surprised. Yeah. Because that is a change. Yeah. This is a major. Used to be $20. What? Six weeks ago. Yeah. And, and I mean, being a Miata, I mean, you could go a long time on that. I can. I'm very thankful for my gas mileage right now. Yeah, it's really nice. This what is, is your a, gas mileage? I had 35-ish. Wow. Yeah. 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 There, there are hybrids out there well, that struggle it, to get it that. It really is a roller skate, you know? It is. Well, you yeah. can't really skate in a buffalo herd. I'm not in a buffalo herd. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, what is Although, the reference on I-35, that? I-35, kind of. It's a sometimes. Roger Miller song. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. It is Hawk's new favorite song. My kid's song. favorite song. They sing it now. Nice. Yes. Okay. I'll, so. you, I'll sing it yes. for you later. But <laughs> the punchline of it is, but you can be happy if you put your mind to it. Buckle down, buckle wait, down, wait. do it, do it, do it. You can be happy yep. if you put your mind to the roller skate in the buffalo herd, because I'm not sure you'll be happy you, long. No. You also can't change it's what film you can't do with a kid on your back. You can't <laughs> take a shower <laughs> in, in a, a parakeet, parakeet cage. cage. Yeah, you, there's lots of things you can't. You can't go swimming do. in a baseball pool. But you can be happy you if you put your mind pool? to it. That's not what he says. He says you can be happy if you've mind. If to. you've a mind too, you're right. Get it right. Anyway, pay the price. All right, too. let's get back to gas here. Yes. Roger Miller, thank you. <laughs> so gas right now. I know the pinch, you know the pinch, and all the RV are talking right now is what are we doing with our plans that we made? Yeah. People yeah. had trips planned and people are starting to call those off or decide to take like half the trip versus the whole trip. Yep. Yeah, and some yep. people are deciding, <laughs> well, it, you know, we're hearing all of that. And some people are saying, you know what, maybe I just won't buy an RV right now. Mm. That's happening mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. A lot of cancellations because yeah. of gas uh, going up. And it's, I mean, it's not... It turns a road trip into a dipping into your savings 
but... Well, it turns a road trip into a little more expensive. It's not a little bit more, though. Okay. Especially if you're if the pulling gas a trailer. Yeah. yeah. So your gas mileage goes down. I mean, it's a lot more. And people who plan these trips, like, on a budget, because right. they don't have, you know, money to just throw at it, then, yeah, it's, it's discouraging. I mean, like, yeah. why buy a unit if... You can't take trips. With so it. here's here's my deal is we're kind of a and I do this a lot. Y'all seen me do this before. I'm an all or nothing kind of mindset person. Mm-hmm. And then I can walk it back and then I have to make my peace yes. with it. And then I yes. have the time of my life. <laughs> right. And it's so true all the time. And I think that that's a mindset that we are very much in as Americans and Westerners in general is I only want the epic long trip week two weeks whatever great distances going to cross so many state lines kind of trips yes but if you look at the statistics clint over half of the trips that mm -hmm. are taken in people's rvs are not those epic long trips right they're not right so people who are new to rving who are are like well if i can't take my long trip i'm going and if you're buying an rv you know, like if you haven't RV'd before, if you're new to this and you're buying yeah. an RV, yeah, that's like the sparkle of it. But yeah. it's that, like, but that's a whole I'm going to go to the Grand Canyon and I'm going to yeah. go to Yosemite and I'm going to like do all this stuff. And it's like the, you know, it's the, the fun part of thinking about it. So it's, it's even if it's not the reality, right? right? Right. Even if it's not the reality right now. And what I see a lot of times with people that are buying an RV is they have these illusions of what they'll do someday, but they're not really doing that right now. Uh-huh. You know, so the someday, I, I mean, RVers are famous for some days. So they have the someday of I'll go to Yellowstone, I'll go to Glacier National Park, uh-huh. I'll go to Alaska, mm-hmm. right? And especially now after two years of being limited on travel, everybody wants to go and be free right. and and do all these great things. They, they, they hype themselves yes. up for it. They, they put their name on it. They put a deposit down in an RV. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then they kind of panic. But here's the thing. Are you actually planning on doing that in the next month? Because we really don't know where the gas prices are going to stabilize, mm-hmm. where they're going to land. And it's probably not going to stay at 6 to $10 a gallon forever. Yeah. And interest rates are going to go up, so they're lower now. I mean, there's so, a lot of balls in the air. Let's like, talk about kind of this, this weird mix right forward. now because gas prices is just one of it. And, and this is what I was trying to, trying to allude to is that uh, if, I, if I had my name on something and it was a, uh-huh. a, a month from being produced and all that, I can pivot. I'm actually some, some talking from you two, but I can yes. pivot and take shorter trips and, and we've seen it. My shorter trips, I have the time of my life, even it, though I'm not doing the big. Everybody yeah. can take shorter trips and everybody, almost everybody does take shorter right. trips. But, you just may want to prolong the long one. But I guess that's my take on if it. If I throw another ball up in the air, you're, we're coming at a time when interest rates are going to change. They're still historically low. They are, but they're going to creep up. And so if you already have financing worked out and you drop off, and then at the end of the year, if something's creeped up, or next year and it's, and it's jumped up 
have you lost out because you haven't taken your short trips and now you've decided to jump back into the pool of being an RV owner and interest rates have changed yeah. and now you're paying more over the ownership. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so to me, I think that definitely is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are going to end up with a little higher interest rate, uh, some changes there. I do not believe that the price of the RV is going to go down anytime soon. Not even a little. Uh, I, 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 well, I don't know. In 25 <laughs> years, I've never seen it happen. Uh, even oh, when man. gas got really high and we got these huge f- fuel surcharges. Yeah. They never took them off. They just changed the name. Right, right. They just adjusted and incorporated it in a different yeah. way. So prices never came down. Okay, are after we talking, the, after that. is there a difference here whenever we're talking prices don't come down from MSRP or from From sales? what the customer is going to pay. Okay. I mean, but we may see some adjustments in what the customer pays. I don't know if it's going to balance out with the interest rates or not. I mean, okay. the world is a supply and demand, sure. you know, pricing and, to and some degree is really hard right for now. a lot of people. And it's still very difficult. <laughs> right. Parts are still difficult. I, d- I don't know. I mean, here's what I think. If you boil the water out, th- what's happening right now, and by right now, I mean you know, in the past seven days is change. You know, whenever we get our first cold spell, nobody shops Mm -hmm. for for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. If the weather's cold, like cold for here is, you know, around freezing or 30s, 40s. Nobody shops. pretty cold for me. I know. I know, Lindsay. (laughs) (laughs) That's your threshold. I'm cold right now. (laughs) But people quit going outside for a couple of days. And then all bets are off and everybody's back to it because they've adjusted. Right. Right now, I think we're in the shock period. Okay. And we haven't adjusted um, because we don't know what's going to happen next. But the reality is something's going to happen next. The price may keep going up and then it will stabilize somewhere. But we will adjust to that. We adjusted to $4 a gallon in gas. People didn't quit going to see grandma. Yeah, and that's one thing I was going to bring up is last time we saw, you know, in our in, here in Texas where gas prices are oftentimes a little bit lower. Right, right. We've seen over $4 a gallon, uh, you know, 10 something years ago, 14 years ago, something. We saw over uh-huh. $4 a, a gallon. But... Um, the value of the dollar has changed since then. The price of all commodities have changed since then. So I look at $4 a gallon of gas as, man, I, I hate this. This sucks. However, it's I'm going to go see grandma or the Grand right. Canyon or yeah. whatever I want to do. Because if I adjusted, if I adjusted that $4 from years ago, it'd be more like five, five and a half or six. Yeah. So right now, it's still not at that level of being like, oh, I, I've got to go get in the gas line. Well, you, you know? know, I think I've talked about this before on on the podcast, but I listened to two guys in on your head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they did a show. It's a I, is it a podcast? It is. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a podcast, and they put it on uh, public radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I hear it all kinds of places. They're psychologists. Yeah, I love these guys. Yeah. They have such interesting stuff. So plug for them. Two guys on your head, and they just it, they're pretty short and quick. They did one about how quickly we normalize to a new normal, and they did. They, it talks about somebody who has a small TV. You know, uh-huh. back when we had small TVs yeah. uh, and when and they were fine with it. 
But when they were given a larger TV, like maybe a 36 inch, right? You know, we're really stepping up for stepping you know, up for what time. they had had, yeah. then it took, and I can't remember the exact amount, but it was something like two weeks. Before that became their new normal, and right. they didn't walk in and go, "Oh wow, I love this TV." Right, that's that was it. just it became old hat. average. Uh-huh. It was old hat. That's yeah. it. And they Two were weeks? never they would never consider anything well, else, and maybe Lindsay, someday go bigger. How Two quickly weeks, do you how quickly do you start normal. shopping for your next pair of sunglasses? <laughs> Way more than two weeks. I think I think that's a nightly I bought, occurrence. I bought my She's couch like, like seven years ago. I still walk in every day, and I'm like, yeah, I love that couch. That love thing's it. awesome. Well, you I know don't what? want I another hope that one. That's the way it is with big purchases like RVs, right? And right. Furniture. Yeah. But, so yeah, I guess it's different when it's something Mongol happening to you. you I love that dog. It was free and a bit. I hope you still love him. You know, yeah. years later. But yeah, how is it different than like a TV is something that's like positive and like happy and it's there's nothing positive about TV. That is not what you heard here. Do you remember when <laughs> you then, first no. took off your mask and it felt so weird to be walking around without oh, yeah. a mask on? Yeah, but. Yeah. Wh- but how long did it take you to adjust to wearing it and then to not wearing it within a few weeks? Man, but that, there were there's some other social psychology. Yeah, I'm sure that. there's I'm a ton there's there. different than <laughs> I, I am sure something happening to you like gas prices. No, I don't think it's different. I think it is. I think it's how much you pay at the pump. It I mean it's shocking. It is shocking and it feels exorbitant. But if we pay six, seven, eight dollars a gallon yeah. for a month and then it drops to four, we'll be okay. Yeah. And we will adjust pretty quickly. Now nobody's gonna be happy, like, oh, I'm so okay with this. Yeah. But we all remember yeah, the, the so, quote unquote good old days when it was yeah, yeah. quite cheap. I remember when bread was a nickel. I mean, but Do you? no, but that's <laughs> that's the old joke, you know, that grandpa says that. I you know, I do remember when gas was less than a dollar. Mm-hmm. We remember when we used to say, I remember when gas was like a dollar ninety nine. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, gas was a dollar ninety nine. Yeah. So crazy. So I I don't know. I'm just saying we adjust. People will adjust. Sure. Hopefully the prices will normalize and we'll land somewhere better than what the projections are. But but yeah, it's an uncertainty that make people stop their travel plans and stop their adventures. It yeah. isn't necessarily the action of what's happening. Okay. I, and, and that's, I guess that's my view <laughs> on this crazy. All right, let's go ahead and pivot. There's something else that I've seen out there lately with our customers because people are tired of waiting on their units coming off the manufacturer lines and getting transported here. So people are starting to keep scouring the internet and then they'll find something that is close to what they have on order and just go hotshot run and pick it up. How many of those have we seen lately? A lot, a lot. And sometimes it's something specific and sometimes they don't even care. Yeah. They don't even care if it's all that close. Um, Maybe, maybe it's because it's spring break. Right. The weather's changing. Everyone knows that it's time to go ahead and get started with their trips. Yeah. And I still don't have it. Maybe they got that last notification. Oh, yes, your production date has been kicked back another month. You know, and they're like, well, I, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> so, I mean, I get that line of thinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, how long 
our longest waiter due to production backups and, and components and stuff like that. How long do you think our longest waiter? Probably like a year. Okay. That's a long time to sit on a, on a dream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. It's like well, a that's how you nimbus. know. That's how you know if your dream is really real. Yeah. If you've got that, I mean, if you're buying an RV, hopefully it's a, it's a permanent dream and not right. a fly by night thought. Sure. Well, and a lot of people, you know, you can say, all right, not this summer, but next summer, I'm doing that big trip. And we used to always do this with our, you know, I've been saving up for years for my Europe trip or, mm-hmm. or for my Carnival cruise or what have you, right? And so it's the same sort of thing. I've had a time that I was okay with, and we've just crossed that line. I know. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Sometimes it's just that mental, I'm just done thinking about this. Mm -hmm. I'm done worrying about it. I'm done waiting on this. It's just a mental, I'm done. So what what do the dealerships do? What's the right response from a dealership standpoint whenever we get the phone call? Hey, um, just want to let you know, um, I'm on my way home with my new trailer that isn't the one I had on order with you. Well, I think it depends on the dealership as to what the right response is. Yeah. The right response is cool. Happy camping. Yeah. I hope you have lots of fun. Because, I mean, it's kind of like, isn't that what you say to all customers when they're like, oh, should I buy this or not? Like, you always swoop in with the, like, think of how many memories you're going to miss because you think, oh, I'm going to buy an RV when I retire or, Mm. oh, I'm going to wait till this to Mm -hmm. buy an RV. And then, I mean, it makes sense. Like, why are you waiting? Right. So then if people put campers on order and then it, like it keeps getting pushed back and they find something similar that they like, well, it's the same concept. Why are they waiting? Yeah. Why? They're missing out on memories when they could just Mm -hmm. go buy somewhere else and start making memories. So I, I mean, I guess it's not ideal for us because we want them to buy from us, but in the general scheme of things, it's exactly what we want them to do and what we convince them to do in the first place is stop waiting. Yeah. And I've, and I've always felt like here at Prince Scrap, that's been our, our take. You know what? You know what? Congratulations. <laughs> now get on to enjoying it. The The question always comes in whenever they've done like some real special options selections. Are we talking money now? No, I'm no. No, oh, like if no. they order like something crazy. Something. Yeah, yeah, if they yeah. if they've ordered something and it's been about a year or something like that and they're waiting for it and they say, "You know what? I went and picked up something very similar to what I ordered. I found it on a lot at a dealership and they said, "Come get it." So I went and did it. And you say, "But wait a second. The one you had ordered with us had fifty thousand dollars in options and it was lime green and it was lime green (laughs) (laughs) we've been we've been stuck with some we've done that yeah Yeah. we've been stuck with some really weird colors before other options you can do this to us all day long and other options are not so easy they're pretty normal selections on options yeah yeah most of them are we'll be able to sell that go have fun and then some of them like this is going to be really hard to sell this is this is going to be this one's going to be tough happens yeah it happens well, but we still sell them eventually. We do. Because there's someone else out there is that this, wants a lime green RV. The, the nicest phrase is there's a seat for every... But? 
there's a chair for every hiney. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't. I don't have the PG version of that. Don't have the the appropriate translation. Yeah, man. How many words for butt did we just say? Upwards. And were any of them appropriate? Yeah, all of them. In context, we just didn't find any of the context that they're appropriate in. Heine and Tushy are the cutest words. They're not inappropriate. Cute words. I don't think there's a problem with Derriere or Fanny or Derriere just makes me want to eat ice cream. You know, you say bottom dairy, dairy, (laughs) Derriere makes you eat ice cream for for the lactose intolerant (laughs) listening. (laughs) The non Derriere. Wait, wait, was that Derriere? Is that like a no, no? (laughs) So we had a term when I lived in Korea because you know the national food is like kimchi and. Bongu means to pass gas. So kimchi bongu. So derriere, if you're, never mind, whatever, lactose. Okay. okay well, now everybody's going to learn something new. We're teaching you new I words like saw today. the train <laughs> going through your head, but I could not catch it. You didn't try. It left the station. <laughs> what the heck was that? I'm okay with being a little embarrassed, but not very. <laughs> So I can't catch my breath. Not very or not dairy. Oh, I'm fine with dairy. You've seen me. I slammed I dairy. I thought you said, but not dairy. And I was yeah. like, good one. But then I realized no, you didn't have, make a joke at all. Dairy and Clint are friends. Always have been. Yeah. But too bad the ice cream machine is always out at McDonald's. Oh, what is that? Okay. <laughs> I, I digress. So what are, what are some other things that are kind of right now in the moment? We've talked about the gas prices. We've talked about, you know, what we see as a pretty good response. Yes. If you found a way to go camping and you've waited for a while and you're just getting notifications that your, your units another month or two out, we get it. Because we the, do get it. Yes, what else we are do we get it. Out there? But I think on the other side, before we leave that uh-huh. topic, is that we are now calling people saying, guess what? We have good news. We worked it so that your unit is now coming in, you know, in two weeks. So we wanted to let you know. Just After we spent a lot of time jumping through hoops, right. making sure we changed options so they could get something maybe a hair sooner. Right. And they say... Oh, I bought something a month ago. I, I'm done. That's I don't a, even need that. And they don't know. Yeah. And then we have to call the manufacturer again and say, oh, remember that one that I made so you hard. do all those right. hoops on uh-huh. and now they don't want it? Or do we just leave the manufacturer and take it? Or, yeah, or we call them and say, your unit arrived last week. So excited. We've got it ready for you. Wanted to set that appointment. And they're like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Let me think about it. I'll see if I really want it. (laughs) And we are seeing all of that happening now. So but it's all these other reasons. It it mm -hmm. could it could just be the I've I've lost interest. You know, it's not you, it's me kind of thing. But I think that there's the world is crazy. I think it feels, yes, the uh, world politics is made people feel a bit of unrest. Yeah. But but yeah, it's just interesting what we're seeing, mm-hmm. how it manifests itself over the last week in particular. But we've seen it even over the last month or two. Sure. So eh, everything changes. And the next discussion at that Easy. point is money. 
And people want their deposit back. Wait, you know, I I can cancel any time. Yeah. Wait, but we put a $5,000 solar system on this. Right. But wait, we put a $3,000 internet system on this. There's campers that we had $20,000 to. We've got all the parts here to do the work. And they're like, "Mm, yeah, no. So if we do our job right, and I'm just covering this because I think it's a piece of it. Okay. Not because it's even interesting, actually. But it happens. But yeah, yeah. Um, there is a lot of talk among dealerships about, well, we're just going to keep everybody's money. They put a deposit down. Ooh, that creates a and, bad stink out there. And so that's that's what some dealerships do. Yeah. And unless we have done, unless we have put actual elbow grease and parts on it that we cannot undo easily. Yeah, we don't do any of that. I, I think particularly during the pandemic and the the aftermath and where we are now yeah. and the waiting, I think it is just much too precarious to ask people to uh, solidify something six months from now. And I don't know. I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. But that is... That is really ramping up we've seen in the past week. So, yeah, that was a little serious, but that would be the question that I would have if I was listening. Lindsay forgot the camera's on. I know. I and I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, She just can't sit still very long without talking. Can't keep my eyes open when you talk for that long. Sorry. I mean, it's not just you. It's anybody, really. It's just, I think, I think it's a disease I have or something. Well, thank you for clarifying that. I feel better. (laughs) It's not you. I feel so much better. Are you, are you somewhere on the narcolepsy scale? Maybe. If I'm sitting, yes. Yeah. So one of my grandmothers. I think she's the fidget scale. My, one of my grandmothers totally had narcolepsy and she was, yeah, yeah. she falls asleep in the middle of a conversation. She falls asleep telling your story and and us grandkids, we thought it was great because she would start talking to us or tell us a story. She'd fall asleep, full on snoring, head down in her chair and all that, wake up and pick up in the middle of a word, continue her story. You are kidding. Nah, nah. That's that's scary. What if you're like using a blender? And uh, no, it, it only happened when she was in like sitting or something like that. Oh, it, it wasn't when crap. She, maybe I've I have never that. seen it happen. <laughs> then maybe um, you do have that. You know what? And <laughs> come to think of it, all the times that she actually drove us grandkids around uh, in her car and all that. Uh-huh. Uh, no indications that I can remember of it po- being possible. Now, I was a little kid. Yeah. But I, I think it's something about some sort of how much engagement is keeping that the mind sensory yeah. input. I don't know enough about narcolepsy to I even know. I know nothing except for our, my grandmother but. was pretty entertaining in that respect. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Well, we're all here. We're all awake. What else are you seeing? Anything else that has really made a turn? No, I don't think that this one's made a turn, but gosh, components and parts are still so hard for us to get to do our service center like it's really really difficult for our service center to get the stuff yeah and and particularly from manufacturers yeah uh, because they want to hold on to it because they want to build units so though i and i think their parts departments are overwhelmed sure just overwhelmed so we basically and i'm guessing probably most rv dealerships right now just have lot full of service units 
that are waiting. Well, remember when all the manufacturers had these huge lots of uncompleted units and they're like, we got to get these things moved. So they shipped them all out to the dealerships. And now we have lots of incomplete (laughs) units. It's just outsourcing. It's like renting. And it's the same problem. It is. It's the exact same problem. Now it's just, they're like, it's our problem, you know not what? their problem. Yeah, you know what? It's it your is. problem It now. is our problem because, because we floor these things, you know, they're basically off the books of the manufacturer mm-hmm. once they leave their property, right? They're on our books. Not basically, they are. Yeah, so they're on our books and they're That's on our We lot. pay them when they're it's here. It's selling we something works. We pay them. We pay we them. Pay them the, the privilege to hold something that isn't yeah. finished. We, we do give whole payment for partial unit. <laughs> <laughs> but then we have gracious customers gotta throw this in there that show yeah. up take their unit and say i know it's missing a shade i know it's missing that part mm-hmm. you know we had it we had one yesterday go out without a front shade mm-hmm. we have one today going out without uh the internet system because we couldn't get all the parts in time that they wanted right. um yeah we have different things every day we have what we call we owe, we owe the customer something that goes right. out. So then we have to have more people to manage all these things. We owe, more we parts, owe, we owe, and we then owe, we can't we get owe, them back in. Owe, I mean, that part is still out there. It yeah. is still out there. And as we've said before, customers are less tolerant because the world feels more normal. So, in some respects, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, until this week, mm-hmm. until the past ten days. You know, yeah, so, and I think that what we're seeing here at the dealership is, you know, it's been it's been a real bear of a two years, mm-hmm. and so you have tired employees and service and, and uh, just across the place, and then you have some new because the thing has grown, the dealership's yeah. grown, the service department's grown, so you have fresh blood, you have tired blood, you have fresh blood, you have a little bit of turnover, and it's not just us, it's the manufacturers too, and they're in the warranty department. So us dealing yeah. with new people in warranty departments <laughs> is is another Yeah, we're new, they're new, we're learning, yep. so I, mean, I did just all of it. Yeah. So, you know, in the end, with all the changes that we're seeing on top of the struggles that the RV industry already had, the 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 nervousness that's out there now about buying an RV. What suggestions do you have to the RV community about how to handle this, how to move forward, how to, how to handle it? Yeah. I'd really just say, uh, take a nap, take a nap, take a nap. I don't know. Everything we've talked about, take shorter trips, be patient. The end. It's just camping. It is just camping. It's just another thing to do. And if it's going to do something good for you, your health, your mindset, your relationships, your family, if it's going to do those things, then then what do they say about just healthcare? You can't put a price on health. Well, this is this is a an investment. It's worth it. Or at you, least from my vantage point, my experience. You can't put a it. price on a venture. You can't put a price on time away from work, mm-hmm. from feeling like you've had a a, a break yeah well and like you said every i mean things change the gas wasn't going to stay the same price forever mm-hmm. interest rates aren't ever going to stay the same price forever yeah. this is kind of how the world works things sure. go up and then they go down and then they're gonna go up again and then they're gonna go down again right. and then they're gonna go up a lot and then they're gonna go down a little and i mean <laughs> i don't know it's exhausting to try to think about basing my whole life on gas prices and interest rates but also i understand that way yeah and i understand you have to be smart with your money obviously it's you know very important to do that 
And then on this hand, it's like, cool, then take yeah. short trips and don't get all the things you want. Mm -hmm. Get something to start with and take short trips and and get out there keep and going. start your adventure. Just keep right, going. Right. Keep living. Yeah. For those stop people living because gas prices went up. Yeah. For those people that I think can't sleep at night because they're so stressed, maybe adding an RV to your arsenal is not maybe True. the best. True. Right. But for anything short of that, I mean, the adventures can be had. And like I always say, nobody wins a prize for driving the farthest. Except for that one guy who's in the Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, I guess. But other than that guy, nobody else wins a prize okay. for going the farthest. Okay. He didn't even win a prize. <laughs> he just got in the Guinness World Book, Book of World Records. Okay. They don't even give you a trophy? <laughs> I don't know. Do they send you a plaque or I anything? Think you, I think I heard something like you actually have to pay to be in that. Shut up. Yeah. Really? I think that you actually have to pay them so that they can come out and verify. So, you, so there's a little bit of a. Well, gas yeah. prices would really impact that then, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> I don't know what happened Add in 2022. The there were fewer re new world records. Yeah, well, huh. <laughs> I'm going to look that up right after this podcast. I don't okay. know. Maybe I'm well, a cynic. Maybe that's my problem. It, it's, I may, may have heard something and it just maybe, sounded too juicy not to be true. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you need to listen to some more Roger Miller. Yeah. That's my advice. There you go. Because okay. you can be happy if you've a mind to. to. If you've a mind to. If you've a mind to. If you've mind to. Knuckle down, buckle down, and do to. it, do it, do it. All right. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the RV Small Talk Podcast. It has been fun, and we didn't know really where this conversation was going to take us. <laughs> we never we do. We had no idea. <laughs> but I think it was worthwhile because we get to, to basically come to grips with our here and our now. We get to vent. Yeah. We get to this not crazy stare at our, week. We get uh -huh. to not stare at our computer screens for you like two are all those things. Yeah, you two are about to hit the road for a family trip <gasps> so so you're about to you know get some relief yes we're about to knuckle down buckle down and do it do it do it, do it, do it. Mm -hmm. is that another line from the song what? yes okay good I'm listening to it later no you're listening to it right now okay say good. bye <laughs> that's rvsmalltalk.com for your show notes that is RV Small Talk community group on Facebook to join up and do other things like that we are also on YouTube just look up RV Small Talk podcast and you can be happy if you a mind to you've a mind to it's he literally says if you've mind to if you've if mind, you've mind to. but he's also roger miller so he can just kind of uh, he can make up words yeah. that's, he's, he is authorized it's kind, of, kind of like eminem he can he can rhyme orange and yes. no one else can <laughs> with mom's spaghetti <laughs> while he's eating it i think but he I can digress. rhyme purple <laughs> with maple circle it's true <laughs> that's roger miller you've never heard of roger miller oh, all right i was trying it right I, now i'm a fan of glenn miller oh no 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 yes <laughs> i do both bye y'all bye practicing that little that thing that the is that uh two-tone or multi-polyphonic uh singing weren't you like, practicing that uh whispering or whispering uh whistling and humming at the same time yeah so like, well i can do that that's well that that's the only no, way no, polyphonic I, uh singing uh
singing two notes at the same time? Yes. That's impossible. Look it up. <sighs> so much useless information. So like one would come from if like it, the back conversation of your is good for us, it's useful information. And okay, then one yeah, noise ban- would come from the banter about <laughs> nothing is probably How do you make two different sounds? Um, I don't know how it's done. I can't do it. How do you even do that? Yeah. I, uh, that's pretty close, <laughs> actually. Like you're, 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 you're natural. <laughs> Is it like beat, but can you beatbox? No. Try. Boots and pants and boots. <laughs> <laughs> Why does your bass from always sound like a raspberry? <laughs> <laughs> boots and pants and boots and pants and boots and pants and boots and pants. 